0: This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, October 17, 2012. I'm Caleb Brown. How would a President Romney rein in the EPA? At present, it's not clear that there's very much he can do. Pat Michaels, Director of the Center for the Study of Science at the Cato Institute, comments.
1: A president, Romney, will probably try to get EPA to reduce its regulatory impact on carbon dioxide and greenhouse gas emissions. But it's unclear how much he can really do. In 2007, the Supreme Court held that if the EPA found that carbon dioxide and other greenhouse gases, quote, endangered human health and welfare then, according to that court, the EPA must regulate it, presumably to the point at which it no longer endangers. Now, that means that the president can't just simply say, no, you no longer have to regulate. The EPA would have to turn around its finding of endangerment. And that is a very difficult task because they were very meticulous about the the scientific and technical background that they used to create the initial endangerment finding, which came out of the Obama administration in 2009.
0: So, what did how did they come to this endangerment finding?
1: Well, they relied heavily on uh, a couple of documents. One of which is a report from something called the U.S. Global Change Research Program, that was called global climate impacts in the United States. And I was a reviewer of that report, and I can tell you when I reviewed it, I remember my words in the beginning of the review were something like, of all the the summary documents on climate change I have ever reviewed, this is the worst. There is not a paragraph that can't be debated. In fact, indeed, some sentences seem to be missing a lot of basic science. Well, I took that as a guideline and produced a report that's going to be coming out very soon that looks exactly like the report that the EPA relied upon. The new Cato document, which is simply called the addendum to the USGCRP report, looks like it. It flows like it, where there are key findings in the government report. We have analogous key findings. And lo and behold, our report contains about 900 endnotes, footnotes, references, etc. And if you look at the the report the EPA used, that contains a little bit over 500. You could make the argument that they left out more than half the science when they produced their report. Now, we did this because we know that if anyone wants the EPA to back off, they have to turn around the endangerment finding. So this is the user's manual to reverse the endangerment finding.
0: How would a Mitt Romney administration, uh, you say it, it's somewhat limited in what they can? That he may be able to do, how do his policies differ from, for example, the Bush administration?
1: That's the big question because— Uh, Many of Romney's senior advisors on climate change are the same people who were President Bush II's favorite advisors, and they were in favor, I said in favor, of cap and trade. That's where you limit the amount of carbon dioxide emissions and you charge people a right to emit carbon dioxide. That passed the House of Representatives in 2009. But the Senate, seeing the political damage that the House took, didn't act on it. The political damage was so severe that in fall of 2010, many analysts think that the, that the reason the House switched parties from Democrat to Republican was because of its vote on cap and trade.
0: If those are his advisors, then uh, what can we conclude about what Mitt Romney has been saying on the campaign trail?
1: I'm kind of wondering if we're actually looking at Bush, too. For example, Uh, Mitt Romney has never said that he would cut back on ethanol production. That's the corn-based fossil fuel substitute that actually results in more greenhouse gas emissions than if you merely burned carbon dioxide, but it's also a tremendous subsidy for people in the farm belt, meaning the Republican states. Uh, That sounds to me like more of the same Because Bush put that in, in his administration, as his, quote, greenhouse policy. I'm kind of
0: wondering if that's
1: what we're going to see.
0: Pat Michaels is director of the Center for the Study of Science at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work at Cato.org.